Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Hey, Fresh. Hello, it's Hey, Fresh. Okay. Okay. It's a podcast, not a cast pod. Hey, phrase every day. She'll make you say, Oh my God. She got the scoop on pop culture news. So grab a drink. It ain't what you think. And the crew. Hi, crew. OMG. OMG, hunties. That's my new favorite thing now. I'm just like, hunties, we're snatched. (laughs) Do you know what that means? Um, yeah, hunties. It's a mix of honey and cunty. There you go. You're like a honey cunt. Right, right, right. <laughs> sort of, sort of. Yes, yes, yes. It's um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. So they they kind of made it popular on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race with Hunty. And now um, I just, I love that saying because I feel like it, you know, because some people aren't wild about the C word. I, it doesn't really bother me. And you know, it really bothered me and I've warmed up to it. Really? When Irene used to use the word as a, intern Irene used to use the word as just a, a normal saying like, hello, darling. She would just pop out the C word. Hello, cunt. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> this for the, the second day I met her, she texted me. She's like, what up, cunt? Want to go out this Saturday? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I, I don't fancy myself don't. <laughs> as the C. Thank you. And then she was like, no, it's like my term of endearment. I was <laughs> like, wow, you're definitely from Cali. Isn't she so California? She really is so Cali. People who've been listening to this podcast a long time remember intern Irene. She was like one of the first like ride or dies. And she went back to California. She's doing really well. Irene's Kitchen is her Instagram, right? Yes. 
And yeah. she, but she's also started working for some very famous YouTubers, like the Gabby Show. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, her her social has blown up. Social has blown up. Up. Done her wonders. She's really branded herself, and so she um, she has a whole idea to start a web show. So we're really excited, and all good things. I don't want to you know tell anybody what's like, happening. Give it too much away, but right. basically she's branded herself on her Instagram as a yeah. cooking, as a chef, like she's as a baker, a sexy, yeah, sexy baker, and that's what she does. And it's so and she's genius. She is yeah. genius, and um, but we give so many throwbacks because Irene no. was definitely uh, she had her own style, if you will. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it was very California. Mm-hmm. It was very mm-hmm. gally. So we're just saying hunty a lot. Yes, hunty. Yes, hunty. I think people take hunty better, you know, than oh, they yeah. do the yes. C word. You find me say the H word all the time, not the C word. Yes, hunty. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys, we have so much to talk about on the show. So um, I don't even know where to start with this. Like, it was just so funny over the weekend. Um, but recently... You know, I work in TV, right? So I do yes. some TV things for Channel 5 or whatever. So it made me think of, and, and I don't want you to answer this now. I'll just tease it because I, I want to thank some of our sponsors. Of course, yeah. But we recent, we had a very famous celebrity chef into onto the, the show, right? You guys have a lot of cool guests. They have a lot of big name guests, right? Yes. The problem is, is we didn't, we were not prepped ahead of time that this famous person, because usually on the weekends, like I I work the weekend shows, yeah. right? For Channel 5. So normally we don't get like the big A-list stars. Like they're coming Monday through Friday when everybody's awake, getting ready for work, list, you know, watching. It's her highest, you know, rated shows, right? I always catch the, the tail end of the weekend show with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like 8.55, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My eyes like half shut. Like, yeah. No one's awake, right? So, but anyway, we we do this segment. This very famous person walks in, but we didn't know that. So we start the segment and no one acknowledges the fact that this person is uber famous. Like Nobody they have, prepped to. The producers were like, hey, by the way. Well, it, I'll, I'll tell you the full story, but it right. just made me think like, did you ever meet a celebrity that you really didn't know was famous? And like mm. everyone was fawning over them or everyone was like saying like, oh, do you know who that is? And you're sitting there clueless because half of everyone, no. it was <laughs> epic. So I just want you to think about that. I can't wait to hear who it was because I feel like maybe I would know because I do watch a lot of um, Food Network. Okay, I want to see if you know this person yeah. because yes, he's super famous, but... Okay, so it's a he. Okay, can't wait to hear the full story. But I didn't, like, I'm not sure that everyone would know him. Like, I'll be really curious when I say the name to yes. see if people are like... Okay, who is this? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, so a couple things we want to take care of housekeeping-wise, and then we have some great stories to get to. I'm obsessed with this new one that came out. Um, you know, you guys know I'm getting married. I have an, an update on our wedding invitations, but also the 16 overrated trends that need to stop for weddings, and I'm fearful I'm probably doing all of them. <laughs> the lawn letters that cost you 1000 per letter? Yeah. Do you think those are overrated? I wonder. No, I love them for pictures, and I'm all about... Hey, thank you. It's all yeah. about the gram. It's all about the gram. No, it's, it's about, it's about the, the true love, Sarah. Shut up. And then also, um, no one's eating chicken nuggets anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah, for real. Is this because they're fake food or something? Or like they're just like not even real? Because I know my drunchies. I head my ass on over to McDonald's. Do you really? Yeah. Do you still eat at McDonald's? Yeah. This is why your stomach's in bits. I don't like you're always like, <laughs> it is, it is. She's always like, oh my God, I have the worst stomach cramps of my life. I'm like, okay, where'd you eat? She's like, Wendy's. I'm like... Bitch, no wonder. Okay, the, I draw the line at Wendy's. Adult. I draw the line at Wendy's. <laughs> oh, that's there, your standard? Yeah, I could say many things that I've seen happen at Wendy's, and I was like, I got to cut I gotta cut it here. So well, you'd no rather one. have McDonald's chicken nuggets than go for the four for four? Yes. 
What's wrong with you? I call her. She's like, always, you know how Subway, they're basically, their bread's made out of yoga mats. I'm always like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't mean a Subway. I'm like, bitch, you're eating a yoga mat. She's like, I know my stomach's a mess today, too. I've had to go to the bathroom like five times. I'm like, because you're eating yoga mats. I put so much in my stomach. Like, I also drink 10 cups of coffee a day. So I can never know what, like, I need to start eliminating one thing by one thing. So I know what's the culprit. I know. Just and like I just I don't know. I'm just a garbage pail. Of a just, just, a, just a wasteland. <laughs> For a little while longer, but then not so much. The body is a wasteland. <laughs> vocals? Um, vocals? <laughs> okay. Uh, look, I want to thank a couple of sponsors. And also, you guys, um, if you're new to this show, many of you are discovering us. Um, I, my name is Sarah Frazier. I've been a long time uh, TV personality, radio personality. And now I fancy myself as an internet comedian. And she's only 25, folks. I mean, you've and really done it all. I have really done it all. Uh, but anyway, if you're just getting to know the show, so AJ and I have been friends for about two years. She started as an intern. She just like cold called, like cold emailed me. Um, and she's been the most amazing addition ever to this show. So we do new shows Monday and Wednesdays, 12.30 p.m. We are always live on YouTube. Just go to HeyFrage, boop, hit subscribe. Um, the show is all about pop culture, comedy, listener submissions, and of course our crazy lives because we share it all we're unfiltered uncensored i know ethan our newest addition we have our digital content creator who's amazing tried and true Luis, who you hear and he talks he's bolivian now i know where he's from <laughs> he always gives me a hard time he's like sarah where am i from i'm like bolivia of course i think one time i said ecuador he was pissed and sarah was like oh yes good refresher Good friend. I was like, excellent, <laughs> Bolivia. Um, now, and then Ethan, of course, is is helping us out. He's an amazing intern, and uh, he wants to be in the broadcasting business, perhaps sports. So that's all the players that are on this show. We usually have some great guests as well, from Real Housewives of Potomac to NFL stars. Um, we've had Amorosa. That was probably one of our highest-rated live shows. Mm. Yeah, she was really great. She uh, came on stage. We had to pay her $1,600. Um, what? Yeah. And, and I know she, that came only out of your pocket. 1,000% uh, came out of my pocket. <laughs> the only guest we've ever paid. And then she racked up a $500 uh, travel fee, right? No, bar tab. Bar tab? Yeah. And then came on stage for 15 minutes, set her timer, brought her purse up. And when that thing hit 15, that bitch walked the fuck off stage. Mid-sentence. Like, I'm out. She was like, I am out. Yes. What was she buying for $500? I think she threatened to sue us because Sammy called her broke at the time. Eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would not have done that. She's gone on to become like, you know, she was in the White House and beyond. So there's a little screenshot, little snapshot, if you will, of the show. So that's what you can expect every Monday and Wednesday new shows. And of course, you can if you can't watch us live, it's fine. You can watch us anytime on YouTube, but you can always listen on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, basically everywhere, Stitcher, if you're an Android user, everywhere that podcasts are distributed. We want to thank a couple of our sponsors. So coming up in May, we love supporting the March of Dimes, an amazing organization that helps mothers and babies no matter where they are in life. A lot of single moms out there need extra help. It's so expensive to have a child. And then, of course, to bring this child into the world, keep them healthy. So March of Dimes fights for the health of all moms and babies. Join them for March for Babies in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, May 4th. March with us because every baby deserves the best possible start. And you can sign up today at marchforbabies.org slash event slash greater D.C. This organization is so important because not only that, they help uh, with everything from 
health and like research to making sure that kids are okay. March of Dimes leads the fight for the health of all moms and babies. We believe that every baby deserves the best possible start. Unfortunately, not all babies get one. They're changing that. After 80 years, March of Dimes has helped millions of babies survive and thrive. And now they're building on that legacy to level the playing field for all moms and babies. So definitely check them out. It's going to be an amazing walk. We are so proud to be partnered with them. They have a huge outreach here in the Washington, D.C. area and nationwide, but we really want to support their walk coming up. So again, sign up. You can form a team or just go by yourself. It's going to be thousands of people. You're going to be on the big screen. It's at Nats Park. Marchforbabies.org slash event slash greater DC. Also, uh, we have to thank Total Dental Care, MD.com. We love Dr. Mary. She is the top dentist in Germantown, Maryland, and beyond. She's my dentist, and I love her. Uh, Total Dental Care is a one stop shop for all dental needs general dentistry, periodontics, oral surgery, orthodontics, pediatric dentistry, sedation, and so much more, including teeth whitening. So, a lot of people say to me, Well, Sarah, how do you whiten your teeth? Well, um, I do it with Dr. Mary, brush my teeth twice a day day now floss double um, and then she gives you the trays sets you up with teeth whitening helps you do it in a healthy way so you don't destroy your enamel she accepts almost all insurance and Mary and her business partners got together and created total dental care in Germantown Maryland because they were tired of not putting patients first when I go in they give me time they give everybody their additional time to talk through your health really look and examine your gums your teeth and they never shame you so a lot of times people dental care is expensive at times so people get behind. They never shame you. They just want you to come in. They'll work out a payment plan with you. Um, and we love them. So be sure to tell them that the Hey Frage podcast sent you. They truly care about providing comprehensive quality care for the entire family, which inspired them to create this beautiful facility. And it is. It's like a spa. You go in and their chairs are like, they massage you. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Double Novocaine and a massage. It's really true. They're like heated. They give you warm blankets. So it's almost like spa meets dentistry. And if you're afraid, don't worry. They have many forms of sedation, which are awesome. Boop. Give me a Valium. Boop. Lot. Like, it's just like, so. who doesn't want to go when they're like, here, just take this. Beep. Okay. Thank you. Um, they also personalize anything that you need specifically for your health. Go to totaldentalcaremd.com today. All right. So, AJ, you were recently at a comedy show. You saw comedian Tim Dillon. Yes. So funny. And I didn't know a lot of his shows beforehand. So I wasn't like I didn't go in knowing what his jokes were going to be. And our good friends yes. at DC Improv, they hooked me up. I forgot my two complimentary tickets I had. And I walked in. And because we're like such good friends with them, Ramin was super busy. He was the opener. Ramin, by the way, has been on the show. So he's a yes. DC comic, but he's like been playing nationwide and just recently played for open for Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Which I thought was really fascinating because this is my thing. This is how like anyone can recover from basically. Exactly. And Louis C.K. was down what? Like Richmond, Virginia? Yes. Sold out shows. Sold out recently, you know? Yeah, recently. Post that whole controversy. And Ramin said he was amazing. Like addressed the issue and the crowd was totally there for him. He actually opened addressing the issue. Yeah. This just goes to show you, like, I mean, does anyone fuck up anymore and it really cost him? No. Everyone's still thriving. Starbucks door is still open. You're right. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just like, I, I mean, I mean, maybe he deserves this. I mean, I'm sure he deserves a second chance, but I'm just saying, like, it's just fascinating to me. It was really nice to hear that account. But then he was like, hey, let me hook you up with tickets to Tim Dillon because I'm opening. And I was like, don't worry about it. I got comp tickets. Don't worry about it. I got connections. So I, I got walk you. in. I was like... Shit, forgot the tickets. So I <laughs> and Ramin was super busy because somebody had canceled as the uh, the host, so he had to double as the host in the opener. 
Oh. So it was crazy. Yeah, it was this random thing that happened. They should have put you on stage. You were oh, hell there. no. Sarah would have shat my... You know what? I'm not, when I'm not prepared, what? it's not okay. When in doubt, just do Kourtney Kardashian. Like, you've got that one down. I mean, when okay, in true. doubt. Hey, guys. You know. But this crowd was tough. It was a 7 o'clock, the early show. And you it know, was those tough? People, it was... I mean, everybody was dying laughing because they were very talented. But they would have looked at me and been like... You know, the 7 o'clock show was like the uh, the matinee. It's like... They're the older, more mature crowd. They're there to fucking laugh. And if you're not funny, GTF off the stage. Yeah. And they want to be in bed by 930. Exactly. That's why they're there. They're there for the early catch. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, I mean, I would be too. But oh, your ass would be at that show. Speaking of people that would be in the matinees. Sad 1,000 fucking percent. Yeah at, least, yeah. at least you own up to it. So we get into the show. Um... It was really funny. He's one of those ranters. It reminded me of you because he would go on these big rants and he had just come back from a whole stay on a cruise line. He was like, I'm finally back on land. Like, fuck cruise lines. Everybody's fat. Like, what is the deal with cruise lines? They suck. Like, he had a whole bit about cruises and it was hilarious. And, uh, and then he also mentioned that everybody in the crowd, he talked about the matinee. He was, everybody, after the joke was done, they would completely be silent. And he'd be like, you know, you guys like really make me feel good because after every joke, you just literally die. It's like nobody laughed. I like to start right at zero again, obviously, because like everybody just would stop laughing. And they'd be like staring at him, waiting for the next joke. He's really good. He's a really good up and coming comic. Yeah. Does he still tell the joke? He like had this really funny joke about fast food workers and how like, I don't know, something about well, them. He must have tweaked it because okay. all he talked about was fast food, but not the workers. Okay. But like he must have mentioned every single chain of every single. Is he like told- eats there, right? He like goes to all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like a funny white, a little bit overweight, but has like thinner legs. But he talks about it. He owns up he to does, it. He does have a really funny body. Because I've actually he met him. I, and he was so good. He opened a couple years ago. And his career is like totally skyrocketed. Yeah. He's been on Joe Rogan. and um, But I met him briefly because he opened for, um, oh my God, who is the guy that we love that's in Bumping Mics? Um Ugh. Oh God! You now I'll never be not able Jeff to... Ross, but you know the other one. I know Dave Attell. Yes. So and he and he was so fucking he opened good. For Dave Attell. Yes, he was like so Ugh. funny. Yes, he had this one bit about ice cream, and this is the last I'll say of it. But he uh, had people call out different ice cream names, and he would just like shit talk each ice cream. Oh and, great! And I just wanted to. It was so funny I like how he did it. I like crowd work. He was doing so much good crowd work, and now we're just like geeking out over like comedy. But he. Um, it was, so I, I wanted to hear his response about Halo Top ice cream because, you know, you could name out any ice cream. Ben and Jerry, somebody said Dippin' Dots. And he's like, you watch porn in your basement if you eat Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Who the f, who the f eats who Dippin' eats Dots at home? Dippin you dots. find it in the mall and that's the only time you find Dippin' Dots. If you have Dippin' Dots at your house, you're a fucking molester and yeah. you're staring at porno and you're just eating cat litter because that's basically what Dippin' Dots is. It's just little bits of rock. It was hilarious. Oh, so my anyways, God. Overall, overall amazing show. I was dying. <laughs> We were sitting in front of this really cute couple and I'm just over there cracking up, seizing. I can't even like breathe. And they're literally just staring at me like, it's not that funny. Like, <laughs> it's funny, but like you shouldn't be dying. They're and I was laughing like, at you at a comedy show? Well, they were just laughing because I, I laugh at comedy shows. Like yes. I, I want to support the comedians. And even if I don't think it's like the most hilarious, I'm still going to laugh my ass off. Me too. But for Tim Dillon, I was straight up dying laughing. Yeah, because he's genuinely, he's genuinely super funny. funny. And Ramin was incredible. He did an amazing open. And it was just an overall great night. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I and love I love that some comedy. people go and they don't laugh. And it's so true. You go to comedy shows and you will see a couple like they'll watch the entire show and not oh, laugh. Yeah. Like, why the <laughs> fuck are you here? He did crowd work in the front and he was like, oh, yeah, DC people, they have such weird jobs. If you're not a lobbyist, you're doing weirdo shit. Like, what do you do, ma'am? And she was like, I'm a dog sitter. 
He's like, Jesus Christ. It's nice to have rich parents, isn't it? Like, how the <laughs> hell are you a dog sitter? And then he goes to her friend. He's like, yeah, ma'am, what do you do? She's like, I'm an artist. He's like, oh, here we go again. He's like, what do you do with art? She's like, I'm a collager. He's like, the fuck? What the fuck? And you're a collager? What do you do, trash? She's like, no, I mostly just cover magazines. He's like, and people buy your collages? He was freaking. Seriously, have you ever heard of a collager, though? Like, I thought she no, was joking. Could, right, right. You think it's like a plant in the audience. You're a magazine collager and you live in the district and you had money to come to this show. Oh my God. I know that's actually surprise. That is shocking actually. Rich parents. <laughs> yeah, again, again, he was like, I'll say this again. It must be nice to have rich parents. <laughs> yeah. Definitely in DC because you're not living on that. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, so the show, the show was good. Oh yeah, and he, and he said, fuck cherry blossoms. Well, good because... I- <laughs> Oh, nothing is worse than the cherry blossoms. I love them so much, but that was his opener. He was like, and what's with DC and these cherry blossoms? They're the worst because every year we all go down. We all get suckered into going down and it's just a mob show. And it's it's the best people watching and the worst people watching. And no matter what you do, people always touch all the branches and all the blossoms. And there's just kids walking around with a bouquet of cherry blossoms. And you're like, like, (laughs) Dan just shames them. Oh, nonstop. Oh, I know Schman had something to say because he's like a naturalist, right? He like doesn't want to oh, break down. Schman is like, you know, Schman has gone completely like vegan completely to save vegan. the earth. He's like all about recycling. But we he eats wash eggs. out every else. plastic container there ever is. It's eggs, though. He's more like pescatarian <laughs> than he is. Yeah. Oh, he eats fish. That's what it was. Yeah. He eats like fish and some eggs. Well, I mean, he's got to get some protein in those weight fish bones. I mean, how can you survive off seeds? I mean, he's trying. He simply cannot. <laughs> Pumpkin seeds ain't cutting it, all right? Okay, so... Well, you had a better weekend than I did because I, you know, I always have funny celebrity interactions, oh, like yeah. uh, whether I say something or something happens. But anyway, so I'm working over the weekend in TV. And, okay, let me let me just, like, show of hands here, all right? And, and I'm curious about our audience. Does anyone know who the celebrity chef Danielle Bouloud is? Rats. I don't. Okay, thank you. Three no's. Okay, thank you. So, but he is very, very famous. He has a very famous restaurant in New York City called Danielle. It's been like in business for like 30 years. He's a French chef. Yes. And then he has DBGB here in DC, like all this stuff, right? Oh, that's his? So, oh. yeah, so he's very, very okay. famous, right? Okay. okay. But so we do this segment for TV and we like we had no idea. Like our producer didn't know. Like obviously his PR person dropped the ball, right? Because they didn't send a big we newsletter had out. Yeah. No idea. So we get into the segment and my other co-host didn't even know who he was, right? They're like oh. you guys. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, I told this guy is like uber famous. He's been on Top Chef. He's friends oh, wow. with Emeril Lagasse. He's yes. friends with like every celebrity person, right? And I think he might even have like restaurants in LA and Vegas. Like the guy is legit, right? Legit, legit. Yeah, and I hope that he was modest, though. I hope he wasn't, like, making a scene. Oh, he was very sweet. You know, he was very sweet. But, I mean, you could tell, like, you know when, like, a celebrity... Have you guys ever had a celebrity interaction where they're waiting for you a little bit to, like, say who they are, and it never happens? uh, Or have you ever Mm. met somebody that you thought was famous? Like, I mean, you guys haven't been on the earth that long. Leonardo DiCaprio. I was too scared to go up to him. Oh, that's right. You saw him in New York. Yes. I didn't go up to him, though. Why? He had he had his security and he was getting into the car and I just I could I could not bring myself. I know he's kind of I love that he has security. It was one. It was like his driver slash security. And I think he's like a big deal. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's like a huge deal. He He needs security. 
I would have mauled the shit out of him. He's so hot. But I've heard that he can be a douche. A douche. And I I didn't want to. And I knew my mom, you know, she's obsessed. He was a heartthrob when she was like 20, you know, in her 20s, 20s and 30s. And so Leonardo DiCaprio, how young is your mom? Leonardo DiCaprio was a heartthrob like when I was in high school. Right, you're right. Are your mom? (laughs) So she must have been obsessed with him. I remember, okay, when I was born. So when I remember (laughs) when I was like six years old and my mom was obsessed. So at that time, she would have been 36, 35. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Now we're talking a little bit. Yeah, not when she was like 14 now. So I just, I could not bring myself. I didn't even tell my mom until he drove off. I was like, that was just Leo DiCaprio. She's like, the fuck? So, okay, but is it right to go up to a, I don't like to bombard them. Well, it's interesting to me because the PR people were very, very upset. They were like, they were kind of like, he was very nice, but they were like, okay, how did you guys not know and say something like live on TV? And it was so funny because I was like, oh God, I should say something. But then I always do this usually. I'm always like, oh my God, you wrote that famous song. And they're like, no, not me, <laughs> not me. And I'm like, oh, good. So like, I, that makes it even worse. When So I, in the past for Channel 5, I've done Kevin Kennedy Center red carpet, right? Yes. And so like there was this, Renee Fleming is a um, famous opera singer, but she uh-huh. looks like Katie Couric. So she's walking by in the red carpet. I'm like, Katie, Katie, come on over. Oh no. She's like, Renee Fleming, but I'll take that as a compliment. I'm like, oh shit, this happens to me all the time. You're really right? good at passing it off though. Oh my God. This happens like, that's to what me I meant. non-stop, right? Like I say this shit on red carpets when I meet people and they're always like, no, not me. Not Close, that one. but no. Not me. So I didn't, I knew if I said something on TV, like if I was like, oh, Danielle Balud, you have Danielle in New York. He'd be like, no, that is not me. And I'd be like, <laughs> Same name, but it is not me. It is did, not me. Did you try some French food? Like, was there any... Pl- yes, the food was delicious. Um, but basically, anyway, it was just really hysterical because well, okay. the PR people were pissed. They were I, like... I'm sure. They were like, didn't you guys know who this was? Well, and then you could have like, gone up to him after. What were the lo- what were the producers having you say? Like, this up-and-coming cook? Like, Well, wh- we don't... Like, usually we don't get anyone at all famous on the weekend. So they're just like, look... Make it work. So we're like, hey, all right. So what about these pancakes? Okay, what you got cooking? Aren't you reading from a teleprompter though? Well, the intros are, yeah. Okay. But that just, be, but and then but, you go into the segment, right? But then they didn't know who it was. So I don't know. A poor guy. I feel like I don't know if I can ever show my face in any of his restaurants again. He'll be like that bitch, that anchor that had no idea who I was. I feel like I'm complete different from both of you guys. Well, not from you, Sarah. More from AJ. What do you do, Ethan? I mean, I, I mean, I walked up to Queen Latifah when I was at the Oscars. So that- you're also at the Oscars, and you had tickets. It's more of like I was getting pizza, and Leonardo DiCaprio was outside, and I'm not going to bombard him with pepperoni slices in my hand. I mean, you could have just said Different. hi, like gave a little wave. No, Leo. I mean, like, you know, I've had so many celebrity inter- like I've been kicked out of a Sugar Ray, you know, concert after like throwing like they are people like us though. Yeah, Wait, I know. What, what did you throw? Well, I like when I was in college. So um, Mark McGrath, you know, from Sugar Ray. Do you guys even remember that band? You don't. Even, I know. Sure. You know Sugar Ray, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, the Sugar Hill Gang. I just wanna fly. Okay, that one is different than what <laughs> I'm thinking of. But yes, I know that song. Anyway, I, okay, yeah, that song. Yeah, that song. So they came to our college and they were on stage performing and we were doing, we were having an after party that we'd had like flyers for and everything. We were charging like beers and mission Who to get had in. an after party? Myself and my girlfriends, right? We were having this after party and we wanted people to come and oh, we were like, hey? it was a kegger, right? So we were, it was like five bucks all you could drink or something, right? Okay. At your little house. At our little place. You right? made flyers? On our floor. I know they, they assigned Sarah. Like, hey, can you can you take care of the I flyers? Did. I think I drew a dick <laughs> on it or something. I was like, you guys suck dick. Come to our kegger or something like that. So anyway. Wait. They- <laughs> <laughs> How many keg stands would you say on average that you did in college? Oh, my God. Um, 
Oh my god, I can't imagine Sarah in college. Me neither. That's what I love. I love. Well, first back of all, you guys time. know I was 200 pounds, so it's really hard to get my legs up off the ground. So I would say like I did like two or three because it was like hard for people to be like, all right, that's enough. We can't hold up. You have to go to the football parties and just make those players just that's, hoist you up. Yeah, that's where I really I needed to be. But I was at an all women's college, and it was a lot of small lesbians, and they were like, all right, five seconds is good. And they were like, and they'd lift me down. Wait a minute. So. <laughs> I forgot sure, you was went to I went to school with a lot of tiny lesbians, so they just they couldn't really hoist me up. So when you guys had parties, you just had all this sexual tension with like, like Well, all some this of the alcohol. girls did date guys from like Dartmouth and Amherst and some of the other colleges. So occasionally they would come over. So we okay, were having this rager. God. Yes. With like it was like co-ed, hoping, and I think yeah. I was advertising on the flyers, like, Do you guys want dick? There will be dick and alcohol, five dollars. Contrary said, to normal this parties. This is my chance. This is my <laughs> chance, right? Yeah. So I'm drunk already at the Sugar Ray show. I hope so. I start crumpling up the invites and throwing them on stage to try to get Mark McGrath there. And Mark McGrath at one point stopped the show and he was like, can someone get her the fuck out of here? <laughs> and so they literally had their security come over. They were like, ma'am. I was like, who? Who? Like, I'm not me. I was like, this bitch next to me. They were like, no, ma'am. Because I mean, I was holding the flyers in my other hand. I was in your so hand, drunk. Just, yeah. Crumpling like, and throwing. We know it's you. We've been watching. And then I was removed. I had to wait for all my friends at the party. It was awful. Standing outside of security. So I wasn't going to say it. The PR woman was so pissed. She was like, why didn't you say something? I was like, "Um, excuse me, let me tell you about Renee Fleming, Katie Couric, (laughs) and fucking Sugar Ray. All right, bitch? I am not going to say if he's a celebrity or not. If anything, isn't it? Like, it's it's a collective duty as everyone, all the hosts. Thank you. To say... It yeah. should have been, yeah, blamed on all of you, not just and you. And the best part about this story was Gary, who co-hosts with me, who's the way yes. I got in there, and, and Danielle Ballou yes. was talking about how he makes his blue cheese with goat cheese. It's goat cheese. Oh. And Gary was Oh, I love I can't wait for this. Gary's like, oh, I use straight ranch from the bottle. And the guy was so I, upset. Literally a like, culinary genius from he, France was like, no it's called he melt. Yes. <laughs> he is disgrace. What the fuck is this? Man. I literally would have been... No clue who he was. <laughs> Gary's like, oh, I enjoy my salads with ranch from the bottle. You know, buttermilk with a cow like, on it. This guy was like, that's horrendous. It was the best. It was like a fucking straight That's up an movie SNL skit. skit. It was a straight skit. This guy was just Four, like, okay, you guys have no class. Who is this none. suggesting ranch? <laughs> I, oh my. Because I think Gary <laughs> just thought he was some dumpy chef from downtown. So Gary's like, oh, do you guys ever use ranch? <laughs> That's Meanwhile, so we go to his fucking so Instagram after the fact. He has like three hundred and thirty-three thousand oh, followers. Gary and I are like, oh fuck! All right, we, the ranch comment. We just the ranch. Out. That was the one that just like, ugh. That was a, that, that was, was the one that gotcha. That was the clincher. Yeah, that was like the. Ugh. Here's the line. You guys crossed it with the ranch. So, all right, I, you know, I wanted to get into a couple of stories too, uh, on top of my celebrity chef disaster. Yikes. <laughs> I want you to hit him up and just D- DM him, find him on Instagram with his 300K followers, DM him and be like, actually, I knew exactly who you were. Sorry for that. Yeah, I was just testing you. See, like what your limits were. I wanted to see how how modest you were. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about Jeff Bezos, Mackenzie Bezos divorce. Of course. And you already are updating your. Uh... I mean, I, I'm trying like hell to get with her. <laughs> I just I'm not that attracted to him. I don't know. Oh, are he you just surprised by that? Pretty. I'm sorry. Are we are we. I didn't. I didn't know he was going to be, you know, next up on GQ top twenty nineteen hottest men. But he should be because he's, you know, he's a billionaire. He's hot. It's hot. So I, I really <laughs> no, should. No. How tall is he? I think he's 
think he's very short. I think he's like five five. Five five. Five no. seven. I, Okay, wait. Let me Google no. how tall Jeff Ethan, Bezos is. Ethan, Google, please. How tall is Jeff Bezos? I love that you're like bossing Ethan around more and I more. And it's to. great. It's like really great. You're like, what are you doing? What are you at? Like, uh, are well, you I, ready yet? Okay, remember how I never I wanted to be mean to interns? But now I'm like, you know what? I know. God damn it. I, did, I used to get water. I used to get lunch. Because you know what? Being Ethan? nice just, it, it delays no. things. <laughs> It no, does. I still believe in being nice, but um, the good thing about our interns, they they um they'll tell you if they don't want to do a job. That's the truth. Well, every <laughs> young person now does. Like right. every millennial, basically says yeah or no. nay of what they want to do. Yeah, like you give yeah. them a job, they're like, mm, no, I don't, I don't think I'm available. No, I don't. I, I, don't, know. I know. We, we had an intern that didn't know what a post office was, and they're like, the post office. Like, what do you want me to do with when I get there? I'm like, deliver the package. She had never been to a post office ever. <laughs> and now I think it's so funny because she's trying to be like a marketing genius or something. Okay. So she posts on her thing like grinding away. Like just like, you know what? My days are amazing. Good things come. Like blessings. And I'm like, uh, I, I just always want to like troll her so badly. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, that's going to be good for you until they ask you to go to the post office or do any sort of like photocopying or anything that requires like a modern or any- <laughs> somewhat modern Somewhat machine. modern. I have my one piece of advice. Grind your ass to the post office <laughs> and learn how to put a stamp on an envelope. Did we find out how tall he is? He's 5'7". I've, ha- I've, I've had it pulled up for like five oh, minutes. there it is. <laughs> Thank you, Jeeves. 5'7". Five 5'7". Seven. Five seven. Oh, my God. He's so short. I don't know. I just can't do it. Oh, um, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, so I am taller than him. Yeah, the one, I mean, you're pretty tall, AJ, so that's not... Ethan, how AJ tall is. are you? Let's, let's call him out. Ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I yeah. wanted to do this because I, I actually really, really like this. Jeff Bezos, just um, the billionaire, is giving advice on a, how to ha- live a happy life with no regrets by the age of 80. And I will Ooh. say this. And he says you have to ask yourself these 12 questions. Oh, God. And I will say I love these questions. And I love things like this because the guy is doing something right, right? I mean, outwardly, Obviously. it appears he's had an amicable divorce. His kids and seem to be normal. Hard. You don't read about them. That's a big giveaway. I never hear anything about his kids. Never They're still younger, but they have nothing's bad, so that's good. I know. So they seem to be like completely, you know, all as well. So here are some of the questions. He says the constant struggle of making choices. In the end, we are our choices. Build yourself a great story. Uh, in his talk, Bezos recounted the period of time in which he first came up with the idea to start an online bookstore business. At the time, he knew that moving forward with the idea would be a very risky move. Um, but he says the perfect choice does not exist. So do you believe that there's like no perfect choice? Uh I find that very vague well, and I hard think, to follow. Really? See, I like that, though, because I think people always are like, I'm waiting for a sign. Like, oh, I right. want, and it's like it, you know, lots of times it doesn't happen. Like, you just have to jump in and, and do it. Like, if this is your passion, if you've done research, like, you have to try it because there's no failure. It's just leading you on to something, to he, your next thing. He's saying don't choose a path in your life. Just let it happen because no path is right. Well, no, he says do the research, but he says just the perfect choice doesn't exist. Like, all the stars are not going to okay. align, and then it's going to be like, oh, start this online business called Amazon. Like, So when you choose something wrong, don't right. look back and say, I should have gone the other choice because they both are a, a whole journey, I guess. Um, he says in the end, we're a series of choices and build yourself a great story. Now, here are the 12 questions he says that you should ask yourself, be asking yourself right now to be happy when you're 80. How will you use your gifts? What choices will you make? Will inertia be your guide or will you follow your passions? Okay, that one's interesting, right? So like truly following, because inertia, like, I feel like society just like regularly pulls you to what they want. Yes and no. I, I'm very lost in these questions. Really? 
Yes. Look deep within yourself, AJ. I feel and like these find are find yourself. I was gonna say. I feel like these are you know um, cliches. Will you wilt under criticism or will you follow your convictions? Will you bluff it out when you're wrong or will you apologize? Always apologize. Will you guard your heart against rejection or will you act when you fall in love? Uh, will you play it safe or will you be a little bit uh, swashbuckling? Are you sorry? What does that even mean? <laughs> Will I be squashbuckling? Inertia, <laughs> swashbuckling. I mean, we got to interpret half the fucking things here. When it's tough, will you give up or will you be relentless? Will you be a cynic or will you be a builder? And will you be clever at the expense of others or will you be kind? That's the only one so far we understand. I need to like hit that. a motherfucking blunt. Like these questions are like hitting me to the core right now. And I need to be so high to be talking about this. Am I going to be cynical or am I going to be a dreamer? I mean, am I gonna am I gonna squat or am I gonna jump? Like I don't know what's going I on. I liked this one. Will you follow dogma or will you be original? Because I think it's so hard to be original, right? It totally is. It is. It's like you're always and you it's hard so because influences. Yes, and you see people like getting ahead where they just like basically knock off somebody else and then they still get a ton of followers. I could literally name five people. I think of that. Yeah. Like right. Yes. Okay. And it's like the actually, I thought this guy was kind of funny. But you, did you guys see the guy? I put him on my Instagram like a couple of weeks ago. He did the um, slide like this challenge. Yes. The meteorologist. Yes. And then what he basically does is he recreates every look that Cam Newton does, and he gets. <laughs> have you seen this? And he gets like hundreds of thousands, thousands of, followers. of followers, along with trolls. Though there's people that are trolling him. Like. I, Which is funny, but um. But then I'm like, really? Like this dude just basically recreates Cam Newton's of, outfits, and that yeah. gets thousands of views. Like how? What? At a certain point, though, all the social media platforms—they're just okay. He just calls yeah. it the Drip Chronicles, and all he does is basically okay. Well, Ethan thinks that's that's funny, but <laughs> I'm like, I okay. So maybe it's hilarious. I don't know. I'm just like, isn't this guy just knocking off Cam Newton? How is this funny? I mean, but, do you know what drip is? Yeah, you're like dripping, like you, you're showing like all your swag, right? Yeah, okay. I just okay, okay. Sure. <laughs> I like how every sure. time you guys test me on this show, do you, guys, do you know what hunty is? Do you? Do you? What, what, is, like, it? what is it? Actually, it's a snatch. <laughs> you know what snatch is? Do you? Do you know what snatch is, Sarah? Do you? <laughs> do you know what drip is, Sarah? Yeah, I do fucking know what drip is. Yes. I'm out here in these streets as well. Yikes. Fucking, all right. And I'm with the What's times. another one? What's another one? Yeah. Ethan, give her another one. The Drip Chronicles, I could be doing this shit. <laughs> but, you know see, but see, he's original. Drip, drip. He's original in the fact that he is the first one to copy that. So now Sarah wants to copy him copying Cam Newton. He said drip, drip. Drip, drip, motherfucker. <laughs> drip, drip, motherfuckers. I mean, this guy is out here doing the Drip Chronicles. Sarah, get your own thing to copy. Well, I'm trying, but I mean, it seems like it's a lot of dogma over here. I like look at everyone's shit. I'm like, okay, well. Let me start is, dressing up as a rat and do the cheese chronicles like everyone else. What's the, um... <laughs> what? Ethan, put your phone on silent. Is that right, your we're phone? Doing a show. Or is that our phone? Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> no. He's taking all these calls mid-show. Um, we're, we're running a show here, so if you could just... Yeah. All right. Anyway, whatever. This guy's gotten hundreds <laughs> of thousands of views. Look, 15,000 Drip Chronicles. Okay, you have more than that. Relax. No, that's 15,000 likes on one picture. Sarah, get it together and get your Drip costume <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Are you Dogma or are you... 
So Jeff Bezos says, will you follow dogma or will you be original? Will you follow dogma? Or you Which okay. I think is okay. just like predictable, like, you know, your dogma. Oh, like, yeah. It's just already written like what everybody else is doing. Yes. That's always a hard one, and especially when we're so gotta get a rat by so many and get the fuck out there and just be like, hey guys. Believe me, you are very true to yourself, Sarah. It's the rat story. You're an original, Very Sarah. true You're to yourself. Original. I know, but you know what? This is my thing, though, is like, I feel like I've, but I need like a focus. Like we talk about our girlfriend, Irene, right? Like, right. What, what is my focus going to be? You're, you've always been the radio girl. Now you're the podcast girl. Radio's dead. No one listens. Well, that's Four what, people okay, tune in. hear me out. That's why you moved to podcasting. She God shoots damn. me down when I'm trying to t- protect her. I'm trying to build you up. I mean, radio's <laughs> dead, bitch. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I said you're the podcast girl now. You're a documentary girl. You're um, middle part girl See, now. See, no one knows what I am. Now you're struggling. <laughs> you're out here struggling. You're middle part girl. Really? I've been doing that for five seconds. We're out in these streets struggling. Oh, my God. We're out in these streets, in these streets struggling. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm gonna you're, fucking start baking things with my tits out. Like I am, like doing, like I cannot. Oh, I know what you're doing. You're the exhibitionist. The exhibitionist. We I mean, doing, I need something. We were doing cryo, and you're ready to take your left tit out. Oh, great! So I'm like the tits out girl. <laughs> yes. But then I gotta like reveal my tits all the time. Like that's gonna be my thing. I feel like that wouldn't be that hard for you. She's about to do it right now. Oh right. God! <laughs> Everyone. Chase. Yes. Here's my nursing bra, guys. It's the bra chronicles. Free it's the, the sagging different tits chronicles. I can't wait for you to get pregnant because your nursing bras will come in so much handy. You'll be oh, like, this is why oh, I bought gross. these. Oh God, those nursing bras look terrible. Oh. Everybody's That's what you wear, Sarah. Day. That's what you wear. <laughs> I want someone else to breastfeed it. Like, I just don't know. Shmano. We already yeah, talked about that. Actually, yeah, I love that Japanese invention. Shmano is definitely getting that. Are, are there any more Jeff Bezos questions I need to no, ask myself? No, those were Hi. it. Those were it. Okay. I, I feel like I haven't discovered anything. I feel anything. worse. That I was the worst list ever. Now I'm like, what the fuck am I know? Like, I have nothing original. Should we go Thanks one by one? <laughs> we should go one by one and just answer all the questions. I don't even know where to start. Those are hard questions. We can't even interpret half the words. Well... You guys can't. I know. You guys are like, there's like dogma named this. You know what that means? Like, yes. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) My bad. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic.
I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, I feel like I hate like t- talking too much about wedding stuff because I always hate when people like thinking we're about to get married and they're like, let's talk about weddings again. They, like, you all do. they want to do is talk about their wedding <laughs> all the time. Bitch. Okay. You know what? You know what? <laughs> well, you're like no, the radio I do. girl. I do. <laughs> Oh, great. A fucking invention. That is like being known for the light bulb circa like 4,000 years ago. You're like the light bulb girl. (laughs) You have such a unique voice that I've known forever. I look up to you so much. You know, you're known for impressions. Ethan is like too young to have anything Uh, yet. (laughs) Right. But you're like 19. You're like, 
What am I? I'm going on here over like, you know, I mean, you have so many things that are personalized. Are we supposed to make a list right now? Because I've got one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, I just need to be. This is what we're going to brainstorm. You're the bold lip lady. It's like, okay, (laughs) but I'm not. This is the problem. I have too many fucking things. I'm mindful. Eat the lips, the hair part, the rants, the podcast. It's like too many thousands of things. A true crime. I'm like, yeah, that's that Jack of all trades. Yes, Jeff Bezos. He said no. it's all. It's all like all your experiences and journeys that come together to build this huge thing. We're getting really deep now, and everything that you do is brings together to be one one great person. I feel like we're on a calm. Act You're trying now. to sell it. You're really trying to sell it, and I'm almost buying it. <laughs> But that is. What if you just were one dimensional? You have to have so many different things about you to make you really cool. But I feel like you have to be really known for one thing first. You know what I mean? Podcasting. And then you. It, okay, the so umbrella. maybe I need to do more about podcasting. Maybe I need to be out there giving my podcast tips. Like just brand myself as the queen <laughs> podcaster, right? You act like we weren't at Bloomingdale's. You act like you're not going out to different yeah. places every day. We're like podcasting all the time. Give Popping yourself up. some credit. Give yourself some credit, Sarah. That list threw today. me for a loop. <laughs> that and the fucking meteorologist down in Charlotte that's got the drip chronicles like that dude Damn just it. did it. i look at his show, i'm like what did you see the video do you think he's a good dancer though the slide challenge let, let me i think i'm gonna have to pull a spike lee and just take another sip of my drink really? next question <laughs> you don't okay wait you don't think he's good wait can we bring it up can you bring is it, it up? racist to say that somebody is nope not gonna say it no nah, come <laughs> on bring it come on this is why i'm here this is this is why I'm here. I was going to say that who's known for being good at dancing? Chris Brown. Oh, God. Chris Brown is the best. Oh, yes. I love Breezy so much. In general? Yes. Black people. Right. You guys ha- come out of, like, you come out dancing. You guys are so good at it. Right. And I'm, I was going to say that for a white male, I thought he did an okay job. Oh, yeah. For a white male. That, now, that's uh, not racist that, to say, right? That, that, that part is racist to say. Okay. You can't say, for a white male. That's like... <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I'm going to say, he's a good dancer. Uh, no, but like, kind of. let's think about it this way. If It's like, uh, she's good in class for a girl. She's a good athlete right, for a girl. Right, that doesn't sound bad. That yeah. sounds terrible. No, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. No. He, um, By the way, his name is Fox46Nick on Instagram. If you want to know who we're talking about, he's the meteorologist in Charlotte, and he's also was known as the Drip Chronicles guy. Now he's known as the Slide Like This Challenge guy, and the Hornets just had him at their game to dance at the halftime show. All right, he's a good dancer. No, this okay. is what a fucking niche gets you. Okay, this is, God damn it, I'm getting a rat suit and I'm just going to go around the streets and be rat girl. And I'm just going to pick up cheese with my mouth and just like, until someone goes, oh, you know what, this, this chick is cheesy. Let's have her at the fucking Wizards game to eat cheese off of John Wall. You can, we, know? can we watch this? <laughs> like, I want to just... eat cheese off his nuts at the game <laughs> to finally be fucking known for something. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, is that what it's going to take? Is that what it's going to take? It's like, it's going to take this. I've got to become this person. All right, Sarah, we'll, I'll record you today, and I'll see if you can uh, can dance like this. All right, let's get it. Okay, here it is. Here it is. This is what it went viral right. a couple weeks ago. Please don't do your toe like this. Yeah. <laughs> Slide like this. Go like this. Please don't do your toe like this. Yeah. Oh, look at his, like his straight <laughs> I don't like it. Please don't dip your toes like this. And he moon walks out. He moon walks the fuck out.
That guy, I swear to God. Yep. Now, somebody doing? somebody did say, Super Soldier 27 said, you don't even have to ask, bro. You are already invited to the cookout. Okay, I guess he got an approval. <laughs> no. This guy does one fucking slide challenge. Everyone wants him to come. You I know feel who like wants me to come to their party? cheesy smile, it just makes him look like he's like, hey guys, I'm about to do this dance and it's going to be great. I like, feel like Sarah's personality like. makes her do that. Like, this guy probably got a lot of recognition just because he like went out and did it. Like, right. who's going to do that on air? True. You, I mean, you pulled your tit out on, on air, so like you have that. True. But like, that's what I'm known for. The tits no, person. We're the not going to do this, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I am. I'm getting. A, I'm finding a niche, I'm too and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> My problem is, I hate like doing one thing, and I admire people that can do that. Because so, it like leads to stuff, right? He's not doing one thing. He's a meteorologist trying to d- do the drip challenge. Like, what? <laughs> he's, what do you so, mean he's doing one thing? You're like, he found his niche. I'm like, he's predicting rain. And also, guess what? Jump. Probably the Hornets are going to hire this asshole to come out every halftime and do this dad dance. And then he's going to run out on stage and like do a costume change. And guess everyone's going to be like, oh my God, you're the man. He's doing it for free. Remember when you were at the Nat Stadium and you hated that gig? <laughs> But, Scene but the, number 743, you're the winner. Sarah, Sarah literally said that she didn't want to be doing one thing. And she wanted to be doing one <laughs> see, thing. And one now she says she doesn't no, want to be it's doing like one niches, thing. Pick a side. It is niches to riches. It is like, do one thing, you make a fortune. I just can never Isn't stick with niches? one thing. Niches to riches, that's what thought, they always say. I thought it was something else. What? Like, bitches get stitches. That's a snitch. Bitches get stitches. And rags to riches, not 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 niches. Niches, niches, niches make riches. People say that all the time. All right, put it on a T-shirt. Okay, we will. <laughs> Except for we don't. You have a niche. I don't have a niche. Yes, you, you. should put. Ethan niches, will probably walk out of here. Stitches on, niches on, on your britches. <laughs> on your britches. Now we just added a whole nother Hi, layer. <laughs> eighteen niches. Mine's my shirt is going to be eighteen niches, no riches. That's going to be mine because I have eighteen fucking. They, they wheel me out onto the stage. Oh. What are you doing today? True crime? <laughs> Pop culture? Hair part? Lips? Rants. What do you want to mean? What, what's today? What do you got today for the <laughs> you know, Sarah rant? Sarah rant. Mindful eating seminar. Documentaries. <laughs> bitch, you got everything. Wheel one the, man show. Spin the wheel of niches for you. I say what the more you can do, the better. You're what, multifaceted. What do you want today? <laughs> Serve it up, Sarah. <laughs> Who's looking for a carnival act? Nobody. Like they're. I mean, come on. Oh, I'm. I'm way off. Ooh. I've been thrown way the fuck off now. <laughs> I mean, is thanks it, a is lot, it, Bezos. It's better than being a one-trick pony. Like that's true. Come on. Like the Drip Chronicles guy. He's not one. He, he knows meteorology. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he got tired of his one niche, and he was like, "I got to go out there and do something else." <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I got to get this money. I mean, we can record you doing the drip challenge and I... Uh, no, because everyone will be like, way to go, you knocked him off. So I will come up with my own thing. That's it. I'm going to fucking niches to riches. We did the moo challenge and everybody... <laughs> yeah, you did that if you were like, you bitch, like you stole Doja Cats. You You're trying up? to like... Oh, here we go. Here we go. The one time I basically tried to do the Drip Chronicles, I, I did the Moo Challenge Chronicles. People were like, fuck you, bitch. You fuck ripped you, her off. Breadstick Betty. Yeah, Breadstick Betty. Way to go. Way to steal someone's act. I was like, well, I'm just doing this as like a funny joke. I got trolled so hard. This show Shubby is bunny. going off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bezos ruined us. He did. 
It did. Yeah, the one oh. time I was the Drip Chronicles before the Drip Chronicles, and every call, everyone <laughs> called me like Breadstick Betty, and they were like, "Okay, thanks for bringing like raisins to the potato salad." I was like. <laughs> I'm just trying to like do my own. I don't even raisins. know. It's so far they down. Did, unless, if, what is it on your YouTube? I, I think it's on the YouTube. Yeah, the long one. Hey, phrase Doja and Cat. I said this is just a, a spoof joke. of Doja Cat. And people are like, "Fuck you! How you dare got, you to Doja?" You went viral for, for <laughs> like yeah, the three wrong days. Reason. I know people are like, "You're canceled." I was like, "Uh, guys, this is a spoof." Hey, phrase Doja Cat. Moo challenge or just moo maybe we're searching it on YouTube. Moo challenge will come up. It's gonna be D O J A. Uh, there it is. Oh no, the second one. I forgot how okay, good yeah, this it, was. I thought it was excellent. People were pissed. Full screen, full screen. This how many is views? Like thirty three hundred views. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it was three thousand. Three thousand. Look at all Instagram the Instagram had like a hundred k. Oh, yeah. Facebook. Facebook went bananas. You know what I learned from this video on Facebook? There's still young people on Facebook because they came out to troll me. They did. They did. I thought no one thought under 40. Older. Yeah. Thank you. No, everyone 19 who was like, way to bring raisins to the potato salad. <laughs> they were all there. <laughs> they did. They were like. Why she say my age? Because <laughs> I know they would do that. They did. They did. And they were like, way to go, white people. I was like, well. It's a tribute. Wait, I want to see Ethan's response because he's never okay, seen this Ethan, video. Play a clip. Listen <laughs> to this. Listen please to this. Doja Cat. Hey, Frazier. Here we go. I th- this is the Drip Chronicles before. They were Drip. See, I say spoof. Close up on Ethan's face. <laughs> okay. I thought this was just a breath. They were like, breadstick bay. Ethan's dying. Yeah. before there was drip. There's oh. no drip in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no drip at all. Oh my God, I gotta breathe. Oh. I can't breathe. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I don't laughing. You know so what my hard. thoughts are. Wait, yes, I do, I do. I do. Oh my God. <laughs> this was like, this was what I was going to do. This is what I was going to become known for, was spoofing interesting internet things. And then people said, don't ever fucking do that Can again. Can we please get Hannah's perspective? <laughs> Because I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our intern. Well, there you go. There was. There was what my, my niche was going to be. And it didn't exactly um, work out. Sarah, Sarah, okay. <laughs> I, I have not collected myself. Okay, well, we can come back. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back to that one. Because oh. in the meantime, I'm probably not... also violating this, which is the 16 wedding trends that need to die right now. So I want to see if I'm doing any of these, AJ, oh, for okay, mine. Wait, yes. Okay, so number one, this is from fashionbeans.com, very reputable site. The cash bar. 
You dressed up for the reception. You threw 300 bucks into the envelope, and you're ready to go. You get to there, and the bartender says, that'll be eight bucks. What? Oh, okay, Jackie, well, no, you're doing, you're doing open bar. We're doing open bar the entire time. Check. Sweetheart table. Have you gone to a wedding where they did a sweetheart table? It's uncomfortable. With the head of the table, the couple who has 200 guests are watching their every move, and uh, those side guests painfully trying not to stare at the groom. Picking the arugula out of his teeth. This the the sweetheart table is like at the front, you know, where the couple just sits oh, and like looks out over everyone. They like say that. that should die. Cake Why? in where the face. Gonna, where are they gonna sit? With their families? Yeah. Like they say intermingle. Like they, they they should just like pick a table and sit together and like sit with their family. Right. And then you should well, be up family? like mingling. There's two Nuclear. sides. Nuclear. There's two sides though. You split your time. Like you do a few entrees uh, with one, you head over to the other. No, because when we do when we do the little cling cling cling, I wanna see y'all kiss. Well, we're going to be doing a lot of that. I okay, can't wait except to for you that. guys. There's going to be so much tongue. Please don't make out at a... No. Oh, we will. Good God. <laughs> I'll take so many videos because I'm going to be black out on the floor. You're my videographer, so you oh, better... shit. <laughs> Towards the end of the night, it's going to be like... And the speeches are just going to be like cut off because by that point... Cake in the face. They say that needs to die. Yeah. Gimmicky wedding themes. Are you uh, and your significant other huge fans of Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars? No. Check it at the no. door. They say those kind of costumes and cape acts are for home, not for your wedding. I'm sorry. People do Star Wars wedding themes? Yes. Tons. Tons, sister. AJ, I'm younger than you and I know this. What, what, don't you? I mean, I could have seen. Ready for this? I could have like, seen. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> they say asking for cash. Speaking of cash, don't your mom? Didn't your mother ever tell you uh, that it's not nice to ask someone for a gift? They say we think that this is taken in an obnoxious step further now with people asking for cash instead of gifts. What, okay, what so about the money tree? The money tree's fine, but they're saying like a lot of people now are like in lieu of gifts, give us cash. Like they're they're registering for fewer and fewer things, and they just want the cash. I mean, nope. if you, you just return it, what like? Well, I know I'm going to be ordering up on my registration. <laughs> the dollar dance, they say get rid of this. This tradition is where everyone pays the bride $1 to be able to dance with her. Seriously, aside from the cheesiness of taking cash during a wedding, now humiliating as it is for a woman to get paid to dance with people. Yeah, so I, I think should, that one should die. You should do the mood challenge with people. Um, you should perform... I mean, Doja I'm ready to go. I was, I was like thinking this would probably like get Doja on the show, and then people were like, fuck you! Yeah, I was the <laughs> one recording it. It was... <laughs> Interesting to say the least. I mean, just look at her face. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it though; it was fine. This is—I thought some of my best work, and yet, I mean, no she one was, was down, full dressed in the moo suit. I was excited. I mean, I was done. We rehearsed, literally done. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that people would have your reaction. They did not. Uh, I can see some of the parts. I was like, uh, Sarah, and crossing a line, maybe. <laughs> Collard greens. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Inside of collard greens, like it was. <laughs> don't put, put don't put no raisins in my True, collard she did, greens. She did Sarah. say, <laughs> yeah, she she did say in the song, yeah. That's what she says. It was a line. People, no sense of humor. <laughs> um, have you ever seen this? A life size bride replica wedding cake. This one no. reminds of, of playing a zombie video game. You stand in line for a piece of cake and the, you realize that you get a slice of the bride's nose or ear. This trend is really odd. I've never seen that. No, I don't think I've seen that either. And then they say it's super obnoxious social media at the altar. More and more brides and grooms, once they're at, once they're at the altar, they're like no. taking like a no. selfie. It's supposed to be sacred. Right. I would not be. If you have, obviously, that's what your videographer's for. Have somebody live streaming or, or get something. A so, yeah, get a social or something. Right. And they say giving away the bride. 
Back in the days when women were effectively possessions of their father, giving away the bride in return was sort of an idea of value. It's like uh, giving a goat or some cash, thereby transferring ownership of a woman to her husband. We've come a long way since then, thank goodness, and are delighted that an independent, strong woman of the 2000s has her choice of who can accompany her down the aisle. Well, that's good. My brother and my uncle are going to, so it would be like double. Double giving away. Double giving away. No, I like it. I like it as an exchange of, uh, I understand that you're going to take care of her. And like, it's a nice relationship thing between the, the bride's groom, like the groom and the father. They just compared her to a goat. And that's what you got out of that. They basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like the, I like the. Um, the goatness. The goatness. You like that tradition? I like that tradition. Only because I want, I want to, you know, be close. Well, they say get rid of it. I mean, okay. I don't want to be compared to like a goat. Do you, what do you feel about the tradition? I think I'm just an older in that in terms of thinking um, like that. I don't think of the well, bride's possession. I understand what they're saying that that's probably how it originally came off. Yes. But now I think that nobody thinks of it that way. I think right. they think of it as a lovely tradition of your um, family, you know, passing you together. on, not passing you on, but I think like helping you to the next stage of your life. Right. I think I don't think people look at it as like a possession thing. Isn't that what the blessing is for? You ask the father for the blessing, so you basically. That's true. Uh, that is true. So but this is a more public display of. The father saying, I love you, and now you're. But yeah, I see the possession thing. Uh, We'll get into four things that are popping right now, which is everything that we do in celebrity news. So Daniel Craig, the actor, is set to become the longest serving James Bond in history as he prepares for his fifth and final film. Yes. Eight years on from the iconic scene that turned him into an international star. Daniel Craig is set to become the longest standing James Bond. The 51-year-old actor will beat his predecessors to be the longest serving Bond. Uh, The record he has broken is 4,527 days in the role. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Daniel, who took to our screens with his debut of Casino Royale in November of 2016. Uh, He follows, of course, um, Sean Connery, Roger Moore. Now, I was always used to, I think, Roger Moore or no? Probably Sean Connery. No, Piers Moore. Not Piers Morgan. Piers... Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. That's the one that I'm always, uh, that I've always been used to. And when I got to this guy, he's... He's personified it very well. But it took yeah, a while for him to get used yeah, to it. Whenever is Idris Elba going to be the next one? Did That, ever, that would that, be amazing. Okay. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Money. Is that true or not? I mean, I just saw that circulating that they want is it. Was that like a done deal? deal? I don't know if it's done deal, but that would, that would be, be so I think he'd be amazing. so good. Yeah, he, he fits the part. Like, oh my God, he'd be amazing. I would literally yeah. let him... What? Uh, <laughs> you're like me with Mackenzie Bezos. You're like, absolutely. Yes. Love, hand, stick. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, um, I'll leave it there. You guys are probably way too young to know this, but Michelle Pfeiffer says that she, reprising her iconic role as Catwoman would be the most incredible thing that could happen to her as a movie star. She reveals that she was sad when it ended. So speaking of film, she's been in iconic films like Batman Returns, Scarface, Witches of Eastwick, um, The Fabulous Baker Boys, of which we know very few of these films. Like I know her from I know her from Batman Returns, Catwoman. Which Our was face. out when I was like really little. Yeah, no, but Michelle Way Pfeiffer, I definitely know her. She's a legend. 60 years old. She says, I was just getting comfortable with everything that I had to deal with and the beginning to have some fun. And then boom, it was over. She said, I would love to take back my role as Catwoman. And well, Selena Kyle. Did love Halle Berry. That movie was out in 1992. You were alive. Yes. Were you alive, AJ? Yeah. No, not 1992. I'm just happy that I'm not going to hit the one. fucking album music. Okay. <laughs> no, 94. 
Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Beyonce is sharing more pictures of her beautiful children, an intimate look at her life. Of course, her documentary has come out um, and her three kids. Uh, you're going to be seeing more of those. If you haven't seen Homecoming, the documentary about her, the queen is releasing more pictures of her family with Blue Ivy and the twins, uh, Rumi and Sir. Is my, am I saying it right? Rumi, I think it is. Yes. It's got to be so hard to be that uh, famous and share your inner personal families. I would always just be a little bit worried. And they have security. Really? You think? Well, I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, how can you hide them? I mean, true. And you want them to live a normal life, but at the same time, you're just such in the limelight constantly. But she's not. Right now, like, when's the last time you've seen Beyonce in the news? But in, like, tabloids. They're, I mean, well, yeah, they're always it, taking pictures. Beyonce, but, like... Yeah. yeah, she does a good job of staying out of the... Right. She, right. Really, they really do. The tabloids. Yeah, they're, they're fascinating. And I feel like even when they do these documentaries, you never really know. I feel like you never really know who they are. Do you? Because I feel like they're so good at kind of, I don't know, hiding it a little bit. Or keeping their li- their personal very personal. Yes. Now, social media has opened that up because they're doing it live time. But documentaries kind of morph you into thinking something else. Right. It just depends on what they use and what they're right. on. Right. Kelly Clarkson reveals that she was recently mistaken for a seat filler at an award show. Well, this makes me feel better in, in light of Danielle Ballou. <laughs> Danielle Ballou. You cannot confuse Kelly, though. Yes. She says she performed twice and her mother-in-law, Reba McIntyre, this was at the ACM Awards that we recently talked about. Um, yet Kelly Clarkson has revealed at one point she was mistaken as a seat filler. What? Wait, Mm -hmm. her husband is Reba McIntyre's son? I believe stepson. So it's mother-in-law by marriage. Okay, the world is so small because he's her manager forever. Yes. Yes. And I think think Kelly Clarkson's husband manages Reba as well. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he manages Kelly, manages Reba... And it's Reba's stepson, chose the younger, Chose the younger one that he managed. Mm-hmm. She says the, the hitmaker says she politely refused to leave her chair and didn't let the incident spoil her evening, insisting that the mistake literally made my night. Okay. Kelly said that? Literally, it made my night because he was so serious. And I just politely said, no, ha, ha, ha. So weird. That's it wasn't so weird. long before her fans not only had Kelly's back, but came back with sassy responses for the have, inaccurate guy. Have you met Kelly at 99.5? I went to one of her concerts. Um, I feel like I, I don't think I have ever met her. Pure talent, but I've heard so many mixed reviews. <laughs> when when did you I've go see her? I've heard mixed reviews about Carrie Underwood. I, I hear people go to Carrie Underwood and it's like hit or miss. Like it'll be Here really go. good or real bad. Really? Yeah, really bad. No, I met wow. Ashley Simpson, Jessica Simpson. So you do have the connects. Uh, well, I used to, but now you know I'm a jack of all trades and a master of zero. So. <laughs> oh God! You could Google a bunch of shit and be like, oh hey, link to this person. Well, when you're confused as a seat filler at one of the award shows, stay modest. Okay, yeah, I will. No problem. I'm going to be with you. So I'm going to be like, (laughs) you know who this fucking impressionist is, bitch? Yeah. Do you know who I am? You guys are amazing. Thank you for another great show. We are continuing to give away awesome prizes when you go to iTunes, go to Hey Frage Podcast, hit five stars, tell us what you love about the show. Boop, you're automatically entered to win great things like we're giving away a FabFit Fun Box, Bloomingdale's goodies, Brewmate we already gave away. So much more to come. We love you. Share this podcast with someone who's never heard of us. We're obsessed. Bye, everybody. At Hey Frage on Instagram, at AJ on the mic. Comment, subscribe, like. Anyways. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Rock the Casper. Rock the Casper.